hello, hello. We have a, a special show, and I'm not going to mention the holidays per se, Carl, but it is a wonderful life. We'll be talking about that later. Coming up next, Nathaniel Hurst, who is going to be in the ensemble cast of Aladdin at the Fabulous Fox. Then around minute 32, It's a Wonderful Life is at the wrap. Lynn saw it. Around minute 36, Lynn also saw Wonka. Then around minute 46, All of Us Strangers. Then around minute 49, The Iron Claw. Around minute 54, Ageless Glamour Girls. That's Lynn's new book. You can buy it on Amazon. I'm very excited because we have a Belleville actor with us today who is on the road in Aladdin. And his name is Nathaniel Hurst. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. What city are you in? Uh, Right now we are in Minneapolis, Minnesota. You got to say it right. Minnesota. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Minnesota. We we actually have so one of our dressers, I haven't said this to her yet, but she has the most Minnesota accent I've ever heard. And I was like, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota nice. Yes. Yeah, that's what they call it. Well, uh, I've started watching season five of Fargo and uh, Juno Temple has a pretty good Minnesota nice accent. But yeah, it is fun. Well, that's fun. Well, is this your first time on the road in a show? Yes, this is my first time on um, on a national tour. I've I worked on cruise ships for a little bit, so I have like moved around before. But this is my first time doing like a Broadway national tour. So it's very exciting. Oh well, 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 it's a it's a fun one, a Disney one, yes, and yes. Uh, and that. So cruise ships, I am amazed at how many performers do this, and it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Even Jennifer Hudson was on a cruise ship entertaining. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I find that I when I've interviewed actors that have come to the Fox, a lot of them are on all different kinds of cruises and their special shows. And uh, like one just did hairspray up and down the coast, you know, like from Florida to uh, new uh, Nova Scotia. Yes. So very interesting. Did you like it? Did I like performing on cruise ships? Yes. You liked, liked living on it. Um, it definitely had its challenges because I I did five contracts and hardly any of them ever touched uh, the United States. So I was always in a completely other part of the world. Um, so overall, yes, I did enjoy it, but it did uh, take a toll sometimes being away in a completely different time zone than everything that I know. That would be challenging. So how did you go from Belleville, Illinois, to live in your dream? How did that happen? So so I had always done theater with my parents growing up. And I did, did it all throughout middle school. But I was also an athlete at the same time. So I played five sports in middle school, but was also doing the shows with my parents and then I when I was 16 I went to New York for the first time I was already in high school at this point and I didn't think that I wanted to be a performer as a job and I saw the show funny enough Disney's Newsies 
And <laughs> I just saw a bunch of guys my age jumping and flipping around the stage. And <laughs> Newsies I, is coming to uh, stages next year. Yes. Yes. And I and I was like, I think I want to be a dancer. Um, so I just started teaching myself how to dance kind of <laughs> just through like YouTube videos and following the Newsies cast on Instagram and copying their moves and training in my backyard and in my living room. My parents, um, will tell you like there were times where I was up to like 3am just doing Alice Sacone turns on the carpet in the living room. Um, wearing a then, hole in the carpet yeah I thought so I thought so my feet got pretty hot um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I I left and I did cruise ships for a little bit and during my time in high school I was still auditioning for Newsies because I really wanted to be in the show but I had no real dance training or anything like that uh, thankfully though like the bubble school of ballet they did give me like a full scholarship to come train with them, but that was still kind of hit and miss with the classes. Um, but I just kept on auditioning. My senior year, I got a final callback for Newsies. Um, yes, for the national tour. Wow. Um, full circle. Yes, full circle moment. I got a callback. Obviously, didn't get it, but then I left and I did chips and I had, I had auditioned for Aladdin before, but I was never available when they wanted me to like come in person for callbacks and stuff because I was on a ship in the middle of the ocean. Because you were in the middle of the ocean across the world. Lit literally. I remember one of the most recent times that I was on a ship and this happened, they had auditions they had the callbacks for this tour that I'm on right now, but I couldn't go because I was starting another contract and I was already in the middle of the ocean. And then when I came home in April, at the end of April this year, I went in for an audition because I saw that they were auditioning in New York, went in and by the end of May, I was in rehearsal. That's awesome. Wow. That's wonderful. Timing, everything's in the timing. Yes, you know? everything's in the timing. <laughs> it is. Well, how much fun is this show? It's insanely fun. I truly, like, you can ask my, my castmates and anybody who works with me backstage. I am a huge ball of energy every time I get to do the show because it's just, it's just so exciting. And the audiences, they love the Disney magic that they get to see on stage every night. And it's so wonderful to be a part of bringing that to life because these are songs that everybody knows and that everybody loves and to get to do them live is just absolutely insane. Especially friend like me, like the picture that you have up right now. Fun, do, fun just just hearing just hearing that like right when he starts the song and the audience starts to go crazy you can't help but feel excited every night 
Well, the Muni had the pre-Broadway tryout back in 2011. And, I was there. And uh, so was I. And John, uh, I just love the guy, the uh, Carl Tartaglia. John Tartaglia played yes. the genie. And he rode a motorcycle. And he motor drove he a motorcycle <laughs> down from the free seats all the way down to the stage. It was it was wonderful. But there is another local connection to Aladdin, Chad Begelin, the lyricist the for the additional songs. He grew up in Centralia, Illinois. Wow. Yes. And uh, he is Tony nominated. He was Tony nominated for this, but he also wrote the prom and wedding mm -hmm. singer, the stage adaptation. So he is from central Illinois. So he is a fellow uh, local, uh, you know, Metro East thespian. And he went on to Indiana university and then he went uh, and his teacher, he wanted to study acting and his teacher said, you might want to try writing. I think your skill is writing. And then he went to NYU and the rest is history. But he, when Aladdin came to the, he told me about how Alan Menken asked him to come up to his, his uh, upper New York home to interview. <laughs> and he went there and the whole wall of the study was Grammys and Oscars and everything. So talk about being intimidated. But yes. yes, but he's a very clever lyricist and I'm really happy for him. And I'm sure he's working on something else, but he's gone on to be like 529. So you have another connection. Well, I, I cannot speak of Belleville without talking to you about Belleville West acclaimed speech team. Carl, they go to state every year and they bring a bushel of awards back. And my friends, Lee Reidelberger and Russ Reidelberger are the, uh, are the, what are you, coordinators and Nick Johnson, you work with Nick Johnson too, correct? And uh, so in, in 2016, Nathaniel was third place in state in humorous duet acting for Illinois. Oh, so yes. yeah. So speech team, I always uh, 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 attribute everything to speech team because it just is such a wonderful experience to that. So uh, are, is your family, this is the first time I gather you're going to be at the Fox. Yes, this is the first time I'm going to be at the Fox as a performer. So how is this, how is this uh, uh, to you? What's it mean? I, I, like, I can't, I can't even really put words to it because I've seen so many shows at the Fox and I know how, beautiful it is and how big it is and the audiences and how much St. Louis loves theater. Um, and just getting to perform it. The thing I'm most excited for is getting to perform for like, like my speech coaches and for my teachers that I had um, and my friends. It, I, I actually have been even here in Minneapolis, I'm just thinking ahead to um like whenever we finish friend like me and we hit that final button, like just looking out and maybe I'll be able to see like people that I know in the house. It's a huge house, but I, it just means so much. And I'm so excited to bring this back to my home. Well, you're going to get your name on the wall. 
uh, Carl and I've talked about being backstage and all the casts forever. And, and it's really magical to go back there and look at the, the amount of uh, uh, famous people that have been at the Fox and then the people that just started out and their names are, are back there too. It's really, it's really fun to see mm -hmm. uh, everybody there, Cheetah Rivera and uh, Yul Brynner and, and you know all the greats of Broadway, Tommy Toon. I was all excited because he drew a little heart by his name. <laughs> I'll be on the lookout for that. Yeah, and then you get to have your name there, so yeah. that'll be very, very cool. I think they've they've run out of rooms so much, and then we think that they've gone into you know other rooms. But you still get your, you know, it's still a tradition. So what what's your favorite thing about being on the road? Um, my favorite thing about being on the road is honestly seeing the different the different houses that we get to play that we get to play in each in each city and just seeing like how people do things. Uh, it's because like I've I've always dreamed about being on tour and doing all this stuff, and so sometimes whenever we get to a new a new place whenever we have sound check normally i'm i'm not like usually needed for sound check but whenever sound check is happening i just go stand on the stage and i just look at the house even though i'm not needed just because it's it's just so amazing to see all these beautiful theaters all over the country and the audiences of course each place it's just it's just a wild thing to experience for the first time. And every place is so different. Have... Go yeah. ahead, Carl. So has anybody else in the cast played the Fox before? Yes. Or are you their yeah. expert? Uh, there, there are, I think, two or three people in the cast that have played the Fox before. Um, but so... you're still the expert. Yes, yes. Um, and they're, and they're all excited to go back. Everybody's excited to play the Fox specifically. Um, and that's, and that's been a topic of conversation within the cast for the past few weeks is just like, I can't wait to go to St. Louis. I can't wait to play the Fox. The Fox is just so iconic. The Fox is so big. Everybody loves the Fox. It is such a beautiful theater. Uh, every time you go in, you just appreciate it more. And uh, I'm just grateful it's it's open because during the pandemic, I went there uh, when they reopened and they were just having a few shows and it was so weird. It was yeah. so weird. And so, you know, you never take that for granted ever again. The uh, So what are you looking forward to most when you come home? Emo's pizza. <laughs> that. Um, well, because he can have as many Emo's pizzas or Guido's <laughs> pizzas as he wants, because he's going to dance all those calories off. Because that this, this show is a beast. This show is a beast. Um, but I think I think honestly, just connecting to home and getting to, to like have that full circle moment of just like bringing it all back together. Um, because like I've been I've been dancing professionally on ships for a while, but nobody really gets to see that. So and people always comment on like my Instagram post, my Facebook post, like, I can't wait to see you. I hope I get to see you one day. Uh -huh. 
but I, I that's what I'm most excited about just getting to do it at home and on and honestly being only like 15 minutes away living 15 <laughs> minutes away from the fox is not bad either <laughs> so are you going to stay at home or are you going to stay with the rest of the cast at the hotel i'll be staying with the rest of the cast at the hotel well that's you a pretty tell, you tell that's your a, friends that you're big time now <laughs> but well, that's, it, a, it that's be, a, go, go ahead it, it will be and that's the other part that i'm excited about being home is like if I if I want to go home and see like my nephews or my mom or my dad or my, the rest of my siblings, just hop in the car and go. Like they're just right there. That's that's going to be a great thing about being uh, home as well. I imagine. What is uh, how many cities is this tour? Oh, we all of them, all of them, <laughs> all of them. We've been all over the place. We've been in a new city almost every week, and I joined in May. So that map. <laughs> um, yeah. We did we did two weeks in San Francisco, and we did two weeks in L.A. But I think we've been to well over 20 cities so far, and they were already almost a year in by the time I got here. So um, everybody uh, on the tour, uh, just uh, what's it like having to, uh, you know, adjust to different casts and and how helpful are people that you're working with? When I was learning the show, I was learning the show by myself. I was the only one that joined when uh, when I came in. So sometimes people have like, one or two other people to learn the show with but it was just me and the dance captains and the space um so you don't really fully understand like what's going on on stage when you're in the rehearsal room and thankfully like our swings because if the swings aren't on they're on standby at the theater and while i was learning the show upstairs in the rehearsal room the rest of the swings came up and they ran through the show with me. So I got to have more bodies in the room than usual. Yeah. So I had my two dance captains and then I had a few other swings on in the room with me. So it was, it was incredibly helpful. What's it like being in a Broadway show in a a Disney show? What is that experience (laughs) like? Because I've heard of the high standards uh, especially like for Lion King, how many trucks of costumes they have and and everything. What's what's it like being in uh, making the Disney magic? What's that? What's that like? It's it's indescribable. It's because you see you see the detail like in the costumes, like even the costumes that you see right there. When like from here, you can see just like the jacket and the epaulets and everything like that but then when you get close there's so much detail in every little thing that you wouldn't be able to see unless you were right there but the amount of care that they put into just even the smallest thing that goes on my shoulder that I'm like a blur when I'm on stage you're not you're not going to see it but they cared so much about just this little part 
Um, and it has to be exact. It has to be exact. It has to be exact. They are very. Okay. So I just followed you on Instagram and um, these shots of you working out the, (laughs) your costume is covering up the gun, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, why am I wearing this baggy outfit when my arms are so jacked? (laughs) <laughs> this 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 outfit this outfit right here does um but don't worry they're out a little okay. bit okay <laughs> the producers need to take advantage of your ripped physique sir they the um the cast the cast is very good about um our our health and being able to do eight shows a week so i'm very very blessed to have this workout regimen <laughs> Yeah, you probably don't have to work out as much if you're doing eight shows a week. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a challenging schedule, but it's a challenge that I'm glad to have. Oh well, I just can't. I'm just so proud of you for uh, going for it because there's so many times people, especially if you're uh, going one way, like being on these cruises. There's so many times where you know you could just like forget it, but you didn't. And uh, yeah. Uh, you know, so I really hope you get to do Newsies someday because that is a dance show and uh, that'll that'll just be fun. But is it is it a learn by doing with being around all these seasoned people that have been in shows like how much you learn? It's it's like a whole other thing, you know, like what to do on the road, how to rest your voice, how to rest your how to eat healthy, how to do all that, because there's a whole thing to the road that's so yes. separate. Um, yes, that, that's, that's a huge thing. Cause I'm, I'm always trying to learn, uh, new or better ways to take care of myself as, because like, like we talked about, this is my first like time doing a Broadway tour, doing that eight, that Broadway schedule of eight shows a week. So it's completely different to anything that I've ever done before. Um, so thankfully we do have some seasoned veterans in this show that I have been able to ask about like like hydration and taking care of your voice and proper warm-ups and how much you need to do in the gym. Um and just how to pace yourself so that you don't um burn out or injure yourself during the show. It's good to have the uh, professionals to do that. But you're a professional too. And so there's probably going to be somebody in the cast one day that you'll be sharing those information with. I I really hope so. I really hope so that I can be that for someone one day. Well, how long does your cat, how long does your contract go? So our contracts, um, my contract is actually, I'm becoming a vacation swing in January. So I will be transitioning to the role of swing and I will learn the eight ensemble male roles. Wow. To be able to go on whenever they need me. Wow. Yes. Yes. Here, learn the entire show, please. Yes. (laughs) Literally the entire show. But I love, but I love stuff like that. I love, because I had, I had been a swing before when like I worked at Six Flags St. Louis and I was a swing there. 
Um, and I learned five different, I learned five different tracks for three or four different shows. Um, and just the challenge of like having all that information in your brain and how exciting it is to do the show in a different spot every night. It's, it's really, really cool. So I'm excited for that. Uh, I just think it's, I forgot to ask you that about Six Flags because Megan did send that uh, in mm -hmm. your bio that you worked there. So what did you do and when, when did you work at Six Flags? The old Glory Amphitheater. <laughs> I started, I started at Six Flags in 2016. That was right after I graduated high school. And I worked there 2016, 2017, 2018. And then 2019 is when I started Ships. Um, but I was in the Palace Theater. And my first year, I, I was just ensemble in the cast. And then my next couple of years i was a swing so we did like broadway review shows and everything like that and Are you any dc like, characters no no oh. i was i was just up there singing and dancing and kicking my face but you weren't but also you you weren't necessarily uh bugs bunny either no no <laughs> <laughs> Well, they they work. Uh, I think anybody that works at a theme park knows how hard it is, because especially mm -hmm. uh, you are in that glorious St. Louis summer heat. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! And it's and I think what did they say? It was like five or ten degrees hotter in the park because of all the black asphalt. Yep. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I remember. I remember one time we were outside, uh, like handing out like come see the show at the palace here, come see the show at the palace here. And it was so hot on the asphalt one day that I thought that my shoes were melting. Uh, we had to stay on like the gravel or just go inside. But the hot days were also great because everybody would come inside from the heat and just mm -hmm. come see the show. So I have a friend who I'm going to actually see next week. <sighs> she was a wonder woman and she said, Oh, sometimes it's great. And sometimes it's not. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, that's pretty much everything, you know, mm -hmm. when something happens. And uh you have well the, the genie gets all the attention, I know. But how how is the cast as an ensemble? Um um how how good is this cast? Let's put it like this. This cast is <sighs> because when I was learning the show, I got to watch it to study and everything. And this cast is just absolutely incredible. The, the energy that they have and the passion that they have for performing is insane in that. And that's something that I think pushes me to also want to do better. And, Obviously, most of them have been on the road longer than I have. So in, in some ways, just like looking up to them as, as role models for how to bring the show to life.
is amazing. And sometimes, even on stage now, even though I've been in the show for over just over 150 performances, it's some nights I'm still blown away by some of the some of the things that people are doing on stage. Well, that's wonderful to be always learning and growing. And I'm sure everybody in Belleville that you know is excited. And uh, the show runs at the Fox December 12th through the 16th. So you have a short run here, but mm -hmm. uh, no less exciting because it is Christmas time and everybody's got to, um, you know, fit that in. And and it'll be, uh, it's just fun to, I guess, that whole feeling of Christmas and decorations and the fox is beautiful with uh what they have in the lobby and everything and so i'm i'm really excited for you and i'm so happy you got to talk to us because because megan said that when there's a local person in the cast we try to to get them and we've met such wonderful people that come here on the road we uh we've interviewed um uh non-local people in the cast but it's just special when the when somebody from here knows the significance of the fox and and what it means and you're going to have so many pictures next week with people <laughs> and pictures of pe pictures of people taking pictures of you <laughs> it, it's it's going to it's going to be it's going to be a crazy experience my mom already has like a bunch of group tickets so oh. everybody's coming Oh, I'm I'm sure I'm sure it's well, just it's, gonna... it starts Tuesday. Go to fabulousfox.com for all the information. If you want to get tickets, if you want to see show times, uh, seven thirty on Tuesday is when Lynn's going to be there. Yes, I have a hockey game that night, so I will be catching it later in the week. So well, I look yes. forward to seeing you there. Yeah, break a leg. And, uh, you, so you know, I'm sure um, I always it's weird because you never know what to say to people, but you got to say break a leg because <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to ever jinx it. So, so well, th that's wonderful. And I do hope you get to live out Newsies someday because that'll be really fun. That would be really fun. One day. Yes. Well, thank you for being on with us today. Yeah. Thank you so, thank much. so much. And, and uh, I hope you have a happy holiday season. And, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I'll look for your name in other places. <laughs> Absolutely. Happy holidays. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. You take care. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. I liked him. That's, I'm going to keep, I'm going to follow him on Instagram. I'm going to continue to follow him on Instagram. I didn't just follow him on Instagram just because, you know, we were talking to him. He's the last person, the last person I followed on Instagram was, um, who was it? I followed. I think I followed Abe Goldfarb, and I also uh, followed. Uh, who did I follow? Oh, Ashanti uh, Ashanti Ajara, who we had on a, about a year ago. And then when she, she, I found out that she was in Only Murders in the Building. She That's was a right. nurse. She That's was a right. Nurse, and it was great, and but she couldn't promote it. Or else I would have looked for her when it came out, but she could because of the strike, she couldn't promote it. And so she after the strike ended, she did a big photo dump on her Instagram page. And it was and she's like she was she showed the call sheet that had her since she was she was the nurse that delivered Selena Gomez children in a dream sequence. And 
well, I'm not going to give anything away because it's a very cute scene. But she's on the call sheet with Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez, and Meryl Streep. So that was awesome for her. And I'm glad I got to see those behind the scenes pictures. I know. Well, uh, you know, there's there's things that you always remember, no matter what you're going to do. But I always have a soft spot for people we've talked to that go on and and I and I look for them and I try to uh, pay attention to what's going on. And I was wrong because remember with Tina, I thought, I think there's somebody local in the cast. But it was because Megan's so good about sending all the press stuff early. Right. It was Nathaniel. And yeah. so when she emailed me back and said he can make it, I was so happy because sometimes the road schedule is so grueling because, you know, it's their time off. It's their time to rest and relax. Mm -hmm. And and then or we go to the gym. Yeah, we get them. Well, uh, for. I was at the opening of It's a Wonderful Life last night at the Rep. And let me tell you, that is so heartwarming and festive and fun. And the crowd, the goodwill for the rep was magical. Does you it could seem see, like a radio play or does it seem like a production? It feels like a radio play. It's so fun. The cast is is aces. So sharp, so good, all local. They have local commercials because it's radio station KSTL. Yeah. And and uh, Eric Dean White, he's got a fabulous voice and uh, he does the radio voices, but they all take on dual roles. And James Michael Reed, who we've had on the show, Michael James Reed. Oh, my God. oh man, it's one of those it's one of those uh, times of of seeing too many movies and too many plays all at mm -hmm. once. <laughs> anyway, right. Michael James Reed, who has been on our show and is one of St. Louis's top actors. He plays the dual role of the actor playing George Bailey. And it's just wonderful. There's a reason it's a wonderful life is a classic and people love it. And they bring that up, but just the whole vibe last night was so cheerful and goodwill. And they have a cutout of John Goodman that you can stand by <laughs> to get a picture and people were doing it. So I didn't, uh, I didn't do that. And they gave everybody chocolate chip cookies after the show. And I think they were supplied by Schnooks because Schnooks is one of the sponsors. They have local commercials. They do a Schnooks commercial, a crown candy kitchen commercial, a Ted Drew's. And uh, I can't remember what else, but it's fun. And another the, one. The Schnooks the Schnooks one is on pork steaks. Well, yeah. <laughs> and it's really, it's just fun. But the whole vibe, the outside of the Loretta Hilton Center is so beautiful with Christmas decorations, so many colorful lights and displays. And it was done by a local person. And I will get that name the next time we have a show to say so because it was gorgeous and everything was just like, and then they did a, a solicit donations afterwards. Yeah. And uh, they uh, talked about in the program, there's a way for Venmo and PayPal and, and all of that, but uh, that's going, I did an article for the Webster Kirkwood times this week and uh, they updated me. Danny says that they are more than half towards their goal. 
Oh, wow. Good. Yes. And I've talked to some local actors who are cast in August Osage County, and they're going for costume fittings. And so they're very hopeful that the show will go on. And just from who I know is going to be in the cast, I'm excited. I'm always excited for that show, but even more so when I'm finding out who's going to be in it. So let's hope that it works. But I think the the community is being very supportive. And I, and I think the vibe last night that I got was people are coming together to support the local treasure that is the Repertory Theater of St. Louis. And let's move forward. So that's, move that's forward. a good thing. Yeah, that's a good I'm thing. I'm happy that uh, they're getting closer to their goal. Lynn, there's a movie coming out at the end of this week that you have seen. Not a lot of people have seen this movie, but a lot of people are talking about it. And it's your little darling, Timothy. Timothy's in a movie. But Timothy's playing an adult, right? Or is yes. it, how 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 old is Mr. Wonka? How old is Willy Wonka in this movie? About twenty five. It's a prequel, but it actually well, yes, it, I knew that. Yes, it comes out December fifteenth, and I uh, it's charming and enchanting. I'm not sure it surpasses the nineteen seventy one classic, but I feel that it's going to be a huge holiday hit with what about the johnny depp version i don't like that it's too weird it's too 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 weird and uh you know gene wilder had a little bit of darkness to wonka a little wackiness to wonka that was intriguing especially well no he was a jerk (laughs) (laughs) but timothy plays him as sweet and he is very I keep saying the word charming, but now hold on. Is that for your love of Timothy or is that the character he's playing? It's the okay. Char- he did you find him charming in Dune? No. Did you find him no. charming in Call Me by My Name? I don't like that movie. I don't either. But you find him charming in this, but you find him charming. So I do. are you I skewed do. or is that just uh, you know, a thing? No, I take, I, you know, I take Wonka seriously because I am one of the few people that admit to seeing it in theaters in 1972. The summer Did you read before the book, I, though, college. the book, the book and its sequel. I always thought they should have made Charlie and the Big Glass Elevator, but they never they never have. No, it um I did get the book after I saw the movie because I was so enchanted. And then when people started, when it became a video, since when people started discovering it on VHS. I was like, I saw it at the theater. (laughs) One of the reasons I saw it at the theater was I like Gene Wilder. Drugs. Oh. (laughs) I was like 17. (laughs) And I... Once again, drugs. And I, you know, being a musical theater geek, I knew who Leslie Brickus was. And that's not... I will say, I don't want to spoil the movie, but a couple things. Hugh Grant is a hoot as an Oompa Loompa. Steals the show. How many and Oompa Loompas are there? Hugh Grant. That's it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. now is it more than one Hugh Grant? Or is it just Hugh Grant's the only Oompa Loompa? Yeah, it's, Hugh Grant is the only Oompa Loompa. Um, 
there is it, it just it's there's just such a a nice little spirit about it i don't think the songs are up to the original and i uh it's very old fashioned musical but the the big numbers it is directed by the guy that did the Paddington movies. And that Paddington 2 is... Paddington 2 is one of the best movies of all time. It is. It is. So it has that... The villains are playing it very broad. It's like people in an old time... Those things they used to have on the Goldenrod showboat. What are those? Those melodramas? Because Olivia Coleman is a villain. And her partner in crime, they are so mean and awful uh, to the people. But uh, so Wonka gets off a ship. He sailed around the world. He's collected all these exotic ingredients for his chocolate. And he is going to start his own place and get his fame and fortune. But he signs the dotted line at this rooming house that run by Olivia Coleman, where they pretty much have a white slavery servitude in the basement and uh so he uh has to escape and he the chocolatiers that are a cartel like they find out how delicious his chocolates are and they want to put a stop to him and so they use michael keegan key as the constable to um you know give all sorts of restrictions and and hardships for willie but willie persists and everybody loves his chocolates. And Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson, plays a chocoholic monk. Priest. Priest. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yes. A chocoholic. He's, he's, he's funny. So there is a bit of magic to it. I just think families are going to love it. The best thing about the movie. Does it take place in England or United States? England. Okay. Best at thing about that, the, at least that's honest. Yes, yeah, very British. The best thing about it is the production design. The production design is gorgeous, and the dreams because Willie's a dreamer. So it's a it's an ode to dreaming. It's a cheerful uh, message. It's got a lot of heart to it. I do think that uh, Timothy is all in playing this because it's against type. You know, you wouldn't be, but if you've seen him on Saturday Night Live, he does go all in. I will say his voice is a little thin. Not sure. Even though the big, the big song that they're pushing is a world of your own. And how is that song? It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, you know, it's heartfelt. It's nice. They have big production numbers in this. My favorite in the whole thing is pure imagination because there's just something about that song. When you hear it, it takes you to a very happy place. And when he starts singing that, oh, man, I, I teared up. And I just want to see if anybody else tears up when they hear Pure Imagination. I'm not going to say when, where, what it is in the show. Oh, I've heard. It's at the end. It's a big finale. I've heard all about that. But it's it's just, you know, it's just adorable. And I just think it's one of those things that families are going to bond to, especially little kids that are coming new to it there's this promotion did you hear about this and um channel four had it um the guy that goes out and steve what's his name he went to hills yeah what's what's his name he goes and does those little steve harris steve harris he went to hillsborough illinois to a theater there there's a chocolate 
there's a candy store across from the old school theater in town. So they did a promotion about finding a golden ticket and they had chocolate bars made and they put golden tickets in the chocolate bars. And if you got one, you got to go to a free screening of Wonka and you got movies and, and specials all year long with uh, candy specials. So isn't that a cute promotion that yes. a old school candy shop and an old school theater got together and they sold out of their chocolate bars. They just sold out. And uh, it, it, I just think it's fun that people have such fondness for this show. I don't know if it's going to live up to the cynical people thinking, oh, you know, this isn't going to be any good. But would they like it anyway? Would they be charmed? You know, you got to go into it knowing it's just going to be a family fun, friendly movie. And the well, little I, kid that plays Noodles I, Adorable, Kala Lane. I'd still, okay. Do they say what happens to her and why she's not in anything else? You don't want to say. I'm not, yeah, no. no. Right. I just, well, I, I just, okay. Think, do you think Timothy Chalamet could do Charlie in the Great Glass Elevator? Yes, I do. He, he makes a very idealistic, charming, and I keep saying charming, I got to find another word. Uh, a, a Wonka. He really does. He's very believable as it. I didn't think he could pull it off, but he does. But he went to that same high school and he was in musicals. If you go on YouTube, all the Chalamet fans, there's a zillion clips of him in high school musicals. So he knows, but he knows how to tap dance. He, he studied dance and he said he was glad to be able to use it. So, huh. you know, so it's just it's just like a beguiling light thing that it's just makes you in the I think it makes you in the holiday spirit and makes you think about good things in life. Because Lord knows, Carl, we have seen so many movies that are dark and depressing this year. And um, have you seen all of us strangers yet? No, not yet. I'm trying to find out when it opens in St. Louis. I think it has been here, but it's a big awards magnet. It just swept the British Independent Film Awards. It stars hmm. the darling of the moment, Paul Mescal, Jamie yep. Bell and Claire Foy. Love those two. And Andrew Scott. If you don't know who Andrew Scott is, he was the priest on Fleabag. Ah, hot priest. Yes. He plays a guy that is alone at Christmas. I wish somebody would have warned me about this movie. So <laughs> he's, he's alone at Christmas and he notices in his apartment building that there's another light on in his Paul Mescal and they happen to be two lonely gay guys and they start a relationship, but he gets nostalgic for his family home. So he goes to his childhood home. His parents had died 30 years earlier in a car crash. But lo and behold, his parents are living in the home as if they're still alive and nothing has happened. Okay, so it's supernatural. It's fantasy. It's a dream. It's a fantasy. And it's a drama and a romance at the same time. Oh, my God. Just seeing Jamie Bell and Claire Foy as his parents. That makes you feel old. And how he reacts to them knowing that they, you know, passed on 
Mm-hmm. And he's experiencing these, you know, a family dinner with his parents. Now I'm crying. Mm-hmm. I blubbered through this whole movie because I didn't know. So that's my story of our watching for the film. Well, well did, okay. So it opened at Telluride in August, but it's not supposed to come out till January. So it's one of these that you've seen, but it's going to be for a while. Yes. I, uh, I, um, was supposed to see it at the film festival. Mm -hmm. But when I was invited to interview Bradley Cooper and Carrie Mulligan. (laughs) You can't, you had to drop everything. Her maestro. Yes. I was like, I'll be there. And so um, did you, did you wind up seeing uh, Freud's last session the other night? No, but I do have it uh, ready to watch from Sony. So did you see it? I did not. Did you see zone of interest? No, but everybody's talking about it. I know. That might be a game changer. I have to watch it. I have to. There's that stack is growing bigger. I will recommend. Iron Claw is the sleeper. Carrie Von Eric story. Well, the Von Eric brothers story. It is, I guarantee you, going to be huge crowd pleaser at Christmas. Huge. This is going to be the dark horse of the Oscars. This really? is yes. I guarantee you, it's it won best ensemble by the snooty National Board of Review. Think about that. I had no idea. I knew bits and pieces of the Von Erich Brothers mm-hmm. story, but I didn't know how much. Of a shock, well, lives were. It's not going to like WWE won't promote it because um, of everything that went on with the Von Erichs and the WWE. So I don't think that they would promote it. But I do think wrestling fans are going to find it. And we we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Wrestling wrestling fans are fanatics. Yes, you could tell at the screening that there were some wrestling fans there. And uh, they do mention Sam Mushnick in the movie. Aww. So there's some local connections. I need to I need to investigate that further. But literally, we have been watching so many plays and movies that there's, there's no time. There are a couple of movies uh, now in theaters. Maestro is finally in St. Louis. Yep. Yay. Comes on Netflix. December 20th there's a lot of different opinions and uh I'm glad to join that conversation mm-hmm. um there are um I'm giving it a plus uh there's a movie called The Oath that is out and I have to I promised Mark Schulte I would watch it and I <laughs> am going to watch it and uh there's also an Ethan Hawke Julia Roberts and um Mahershala Ali movie on Netflix called it's a sci-fi movie based on a very famous book the what Um, is it the end of the world oh yeah yeah it's a series I thought I thought that was a series no it's a movie oh wow okay well then I'm they they uh, they are not promoting it like they're promoting May December 
maestro, past lives, Rustin. What else? Netflix is promoting. So what have you seen, Carl, on the screeners that that uh, I've seen nothing. I, I've seen nothing. Uh, the movie is Leave Your Leave the World Behind. That's the Julia Roberts where she's the bad guy. Yeah, she and Ethan Hawke are married. And yeah. uh they're in uh they're in a what is it? You know the the vacation rentals. They're all all these plots now are in in vacation rentals that are like or inhabited Airbnb. by the wrong people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the only thing I heard about that is that everyone's playing against type. Yes. But uh, I've seen nothing, Lynn, because I've had I've been doing PBR and hockey and I'm doing the circus this weekend and I need to put up the Christmas lights today. So I am so behind. I'm going to just have to just hunker down and watch everything that gets nominated that I haven't seen starting on uh, Sunday. Uh huh. And that's what I'm going to do. Because that's what we have to do this time of year, because it always happens this way. It does. And then we get things at the last minute. Right. And then people, and then all of a sudden people win awards. And then now we have to see them because, you know, passages. A, a guy won the New York Film. Uh, best, critics best actor mm -hmm. best actor and that wasn't on my radar but and then there's a documentary a about chefs that now i have to see <laughs> and i'm just like but please watch american symphony and i would uh definitely put um the holdovers have you seen that I have it. That is the next one I am going to watch. I actually might watch that today. Yes, because that will factor into your votes. Paul Giamatti won the Best Actor from the uh, National Board of Review. Yes, he did. But they also voted Killers of the Flower Moon as Best Picture. So, uh... I know. that That's won like three awards in a row. I personally am going with Oppenheimer. That's oh, I, thought, I thought you were a Barbie girl. I am. That's number two. Ah. Barbie Barbie is number two. And uh, I'll have you know, I turned down a trip to L.A. last week and I could have been hobnobbing with Dua Lipa and Ryan Gosling over the weekend. But I turned it down because of local theater, my son's birthday anniversary and my book coming out. Yes. Oh, yeah, let's there... plug your book again before we get out of here. Yes, you can. Find it. Uh, it will be up on Amazon.com. It is called Ageless Glamour Girls Reflections on Aging. It's 200 pages. I do a chapter called You're Not Alone Dealing with Grief and Loss. Everybody else has different topics about being a woman over 50 and what life has taught us. And they're inspiring and funny. And yeah, $24.99. On Amazon. Where else can <laughs> we find you, Lynn, besides Ageless Glamour Girls? I'm on KPRS every Friday with Jen and Wen. The 11.08. I'm in the Webster Kirkwood Times. I have a very long review of 
Maestro this week. And the boy in the heron. The boy in the heron's out, Carl. You have to see that. Oh, I can see that now. It's game changer. And music, too. And I have a website, poplifestl.com. And I'm so happy you join me every week for the Pop Life STL podcast. We've had quite a run of wonderful guests recently. So many people. You can find me at underscore Carl the Intern on Instagram, Threads, and X. And you can also hear me on the radio seven days a week, (laughs) five days on the Mark Cox Morning Show, and two days on Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors on 97.1 and KMOX. And I'm at every single hockey game, and usually most events that are at Enterprise Center. I'm there. All right, everybody, have a great week. Take care. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. Bye.